Happy Valentine's Day. It is February 14th and this is the Wabi Sabi Podcast. Welcome to episode 112, 112. Well, today's episode is going to be about letting go because not everybody is madly in love or fabulously into Valentine's Day. I am a personal fan of Valentine's Day, but I also have a partner I love every day and we don't need one day to celebrate that love. I also remember what it was like to be single for about six years. And so instead of torturing myself, I um, ate bags of chocolate. My mom used to say, oh yeah, I'm going to get you some Dove. I know it's your father's favorite and I know you enjoy it too. I know you are going to eat the whole bag to yourself. And I did. And I loved it. And every time I was stressed out as fuck, putting together a shoot, project coordinating, working on pre-production, I would eat until my heart's content. And truly, there was always a balance. So there was tons of bar method classes, lots of hot yoga, and lots of yoga, just nidra, meditation, breathing, to kind of offset the psychoticness of my life's career. But also, I knew that the trajectory of my life was not normal. And for any of you out there that are feeling like you're not normal, or you don't fit into societal norms and bullshit, welcome to my club. Even though I have a partner and I've got a good career, and I often talk to you about life lessons and how-to on Wabi Sabi, it does not mean that I have my shit together, and 50% of the time I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall. So you should check out that episode in the early days of the Wabi Sabi podcast. First and foremost, thank you for listening. You are magic, you are creative, and you are loved. Today we'll go through steps on letting go. Because letting go of shit you don't need anymore is probably one of the best practices for self-love. I thought that I had all of my ducks in a row all the time. And then all of a sudden, when we came up on two months until my book drops, April 27th, 2023, I finally realized, oh my God, I have to move back to New York. So that's what I did. I'm going to talk to you about what it was like to let go of people, things, habits, addictions that didn't serve me anymore so that I could clear space for people that did love me and want me and needed me and I needed them and I wanted to love them. I feel like I have been able to let go of a burden that was holding me down And my hand is on my heart. I still deal with demons and I still deal with feeling not seen or heard or disrespected by so many. And I still am learning lessons every day with you. And I think it is really important that we get together and we say to ourselves, no one, not one person on this planet will be able to escape escape suffering death or taxes. I suppose if you're in America, the taxes part. Suffering is something we will all go through as well as death. And I think it's okay to talk about these hard things that most people will never share with you. But I will because as a child of immigrants, I have no choice but to be as real as I possibly could be. So if you're in the department where you're struggling right now and you feel alone 
or you just want to learn how to love yourself better and let go of the shit you don't need, letting go is like the best practice. I'll also preface this podcast today in telling you stories and then maybe the stories will really feel like they apply to you and then you can implement a practice after you hear this story. So here goes. I moved out of a very bad relationship when I was very young. Um, I believe I was about 26. It took me two years to get my life back together. I was on line cook at the Ritz-Carlton in Laguna Niguel. I was the youngest person who had ever competed on Top Chef. I was on this fabulous show called Cook Yourself Thin on Lifetime. I did not pick that name. The, the network did. We had a New York Times number one best-selling book, and our show did not get renewed. I had moved back after shooting the show in New York. And keep in mind, I've lived in New York many times. Going back this third time <laughs> has been amazing and so interesting. Okay, so I had a breakup with my boyfriend in L.A., at the time when Cook Yourself Thin did not get picked up or renewed, so I lost a big job. Um, being a line cook at the Ritz-Carlton, I might have made like $15 an hour, but that was okay because I learned a lot. And then I had this like plethora of stuff that I carried around with me. And it wasn't just bins of boxes and suitcases of things that were mine, but it was also like the needing and wanting of love that I felt like I never got from anyone. When you and I both know the only love that you ever need is the love inside of yourself and to learn to let go of the things that you don't need. And so I will preface to you today also that these are very difficult times that I went through, but because I'm moving back to New York for technically the third time, I want to tell you about how I let go of a lot of shit and I I feel like a load has been lifted off of me in this very weird way. So at this time when I was about 26, I ran out of money. I didn't have a job. I had moved out of the boyfriend's place. We had gotten into a horrible fight when we broke up and I decided that it was time to go. Uh, we split up our surfboards. I took my cat, Cece, obviously. And he was so upset when we split up. And I understand why. Um, it was very difficult living with an addict for a while. And it's something I do talk about in my new book. And then when I ran out of money at 26, I had to move home. So I got a U-Haul and I packed it up. And this was roughly um, 2008. And I, my dad moved me back home to my parents' house. And I had like one year or two years to save up some money. I did a bunch of odd jobs. I mean, like my friend who was a prop stylist for Country Living Magazine. I was her assistant in Alabama in Birmingham. It is beautiful out there, by the way. And I also um, finally ended up landing a gig with TLC for Homemade Simple. But all this to say... It took me years to save up just enough to pack a suitcase, a couple hundred bucks in the bank and be safe. And then 
I had a lot of debt to pay off as well. And then I moved to New York in 2010. There's a storage shed at my parents' house where I put all of my shit in there. (laughs) And I didn't touch it until recently. And this is where I want to tell you about the art of letting go. So this whole time, I also had healers and therapists tell me, are you holding on to these old men, these old practices, these old beliefs, and these old values? And the answer was, yes, I was. But I wasn't actually present enough to understand that I was only hurting myself by repeating the same problems and by doing the same shit that I always did, like drinking, partying, men, like debauchery, traveling all over the world, running away from my problems. And for years and years, about 13 or 14 years to be exact, everything stayed in this storage shed at my parents' house. It was so crazy because we finally went through it on my third trip back to New York. And I saw old love letters from two ex-boyfriends. I saw Le Cordon Bleu, California School of Culinary Arts work. I mean, dozens of like portfolios and the chef's coats and the projects. I saw items from the Ritz-Carlton Laguna Niguel I saw items from my old job at the Home Shopping Network. I saw all my college friends and pictures of just massive partying and drinking from Thursday to Sunday every weekend. And I just thought, why am I holding on to all of this unnecessary garbage at my parents' house in the storage shed? I wonder if I have a place inside of my heart or my mind that's actually holding on to this stuff too. And so if you have like a closet or an extra room or a storage unit, or if you have a shed at your parents' house, clear it out, clear it out. When you have the opportunity, maybe you're holding on to old belief systems and values that don't work for you anymore. And you're like, why don't things get any better? And it might be because you're holding on to shit and baggage in any way, whether it's physical or mental or emotional, that you don't need any more. I worked with a wonderful food stylist named Andy Sheen Turner for many years of my career. Andy, my hands on my heart, he lives in Los Angeles. He used to be a real rock star from London. And he was Giada De Laurentiis food stylist for a very long time. And when I was really young, I remembered he approached me on set and said, I asked him what he was doing over the weekend, et cetera. And he's like, you know, I cleared out a storage unit. And I said, oh, that's interesting. But as a food stylist and prop stylist, you must need that. And he said, no, Candace, I was holding on to things like mason jars, mason jars. He said, you know, those are like a dollar a piece. Like, why would I pay excess money for a storage unit for mason jars? So I cleared this shit out. And I saved money every month as well. And whether you're saving on cash or you're saving on just the mere fact that you are clearing space for better things to come, I think our practices and letting go are the hardest practices we're ever going to do in our life. Things that are not meant for you, can you let them go? Do you have to ask yourself right now, 
What is it that Candace is pointing out in my life that I need to let go of in this time? And there is no pressure. I want you to think deeply about what it is that you may need to let go of. It could simply be an idea of what you thought your future was going to be like. Maybe you thought that you were meant to be with a person. Maybe you thought you were meant to have children in a big home. Maybe you thought you were going to be successful by now in your career. And maybe you thought people that you were close to were your friends, but they're not. And I only say these things because they're exactly what I've been going through in this moment. So while I was sitting in a sea of binders from culinary school and photos from college, I mean, I found all my Hooters, like, (laughs) I found all my name tags from Hooters. (laughs) Best college job ever. I've got a lot of good stories, by the way. I'll share them one day, but it's got to be premium pay for that shit. So it just felt like sitting in a sea of 14 years of stuff that I never touched. And if you tack on how long all that stuff was, let's say I started college in 2000. That was 23 years of stuff in a shed. 23 years, man. I don't know why I did that. And I feel horrible that I did that to my parents too. So not only did we clear the shed, but we tore it down and then we pulled the floorboards up. We went to the Goodwill twice and then we went to the dump twice. And when my dad and I, we went and drove it over in a big truck twice to the big city dump and everyone helped. My sister and her partner are in town from London. My partner, my mom, my dad It was amazing to see what you can do when you all get together and do something that everybody would hate doing, moving. So we get to the dump and my dad and I are virtually like pulling, like I mean throwing and chucking pieces of wood and parts of the shed and just, you know, newspaper clippings of Top Chef, you know, my hat from culinary school, my hat, my jacket from Top Chef. And all these old modeling photos and pictures with ex-boyfriends. Uh, we, there were so many nice love letters from people and old friends that I love. My friend Tannis wrote me so many beautiful cards and letters. I even saw my old college graduation like notes to people to invite them out to my graduation party. It was strange. And when I want you to think back to these times in your life and how far you've come, and there's no reason to hold on to anything that you're holding on to for baggage. There was a box of old modeling Z cards that fell out. And there was a, a guy at the trash dump helping us. And when we drove away, I think he picked up some of that stuff and was staring at it like, Here we go uh, with those big cartoon eyes that went to the side like a wooga. And I was like cracking up. I was like, oh my God, I just gave that guy a tip. And I think he knows like that I'm in those photos. (laughs) But it was a memory that I think was supposed to happen. And one of the best things that we can think of as a gift to you and I is that humor 
plays a huge role in you setting milestones. And if you can't laugh about all the shit in your life, what are you doing? You can't take life so seriously all the time. Moving is hard enough, but letting go of things that are no longer meant for you is a practice that one should do more often. Whether it's clearing out your pantry, your closet, or donating old items like furniture and clothing that you no longer need, things that don't serve you, including people, objects, values. You could change your mind today about anything that you want. What a beautiful choice that you have. Now, I know the older that we get, the more set in our ways we are. But the art of letting go would mean that you look deep inside of you and you say, what is it about my life today that I could clear out and feel really good about? You don't have to go to the dump and start chucking shit everywhere. By the way, it was probably the most dangerous demolition area I'd ever been in. There were men surrounding me with construction workers, like throwing kitchen sinks out, garbage trucks, dumping things, tractors all around. It was crazy. And it also enabled me to feel really grateful for the job that I do have, my hands on my heart. And you should feel lucky for the job that you have as well, because we don't have to do intensive labor all the time. And if you do that, I commend you. You live in the adventure. And I was blown away by all the young kids that worked at the uh, the city dump and the just like the waste center. It was amazing to see how well-oiled America is when it comes to trash waste. I, I thought, wow, like this country has one thing together and that is waste. I'm sure it's a huge moneymaker in this country as well, but it is, it's well-oiled and well-organized. I do also think it's important for us to look inside and really think about what's important to you. So when you're letting go of the stuff you don't need, you can certainly say to yourself, is this really necessary? Do I use this often? And you save the memory items that you don't want to throw away. I'm positive there were a dozen things, if not double that, that I'll probably miss saying goodbye to that I threw away. There were old stuffed animals and Japanese like purses my mom made. And her and I went through them together. And then I think she saw me sitting on the floor in a sea of old taxes and modeling invoices and items from culinary school. And when I cooked on the line, I mean, all of my books from culinary school and all of my dreams utensils galore and the massive amounts of money that I had spent on production for things like plates and cups and bowls just to serve other people that I loved. If we can serve others, what a beautiful gift. There is a Martin Luther King quote where he says, everyone can be great because everyone can serve. And so Sometimes I think about service and my hand is on my heart. When we have nothing to offer others, when we let go of the things we don't need anymore, 
And we don't care about societal norms or dumb holidays like Valentine's Day. We can say to ourselves, I am of service and I am great because I am able to serve others and that is what makes me special. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. I think the demolition of tearing down the shed. And of course I bought my parents a new one. Because this New York trip. I gotta save the items Selena gave me. And uh, you know Miranda and all my fabulous LA friends. (laughs) I got to save my Vitamixes and I've got to save like little trinkets my grandmother gave me from Japan. It's hard when you get older to let go of these little things that you hold on to so tightly because you're set in your ways. But you know, the greatest gift that God gives us and Buddha, Jesus, the universe, all the spirits that you believe in is that you are of service and that means your heart is beating You've got clean air, clean water. You've got two hands and a big heart. And you've got an opportunity to help other people. And when you learn to let go, you create this major space for others. So the last few guys didn't like you. Then you move on and you keep doing your thing. And you love yourself. You love yourself. You love yourself. Say that to yourself. I love myself. Say it. I love myself. And I want you to do everything you've ever wanted. Like Miley Cyrus says, you can buy yourself flowers. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. All of you are global that listen to Wabi Sabi. We can all give ourselves the gift of life. You don't need another person to make you whole. You don't need any objects to make you cool. You don't need a title to be recognized or respected. You don't need to have a house and kids. And if you have those things, you are so lucky, but you don't need them. You don't need anyone to make you whole. You are beautiful on your own. And when you let go of this horrible (laughs) reflection of just things you've held on to that are virtually good enough to give to others at the Goodwill or Salvation Army, or they go straight to the dump, Be mindful of the things you let go of too and thank yourself and those who've helped you to let go of those things. It could be a friend who helps you let go of an addiction or a therapist who helps you let go of your horrible habits or just a loved one who helps you to see your life through a different lens. I would urge you to know how many things in this world are free. And just like we said in episode 111, Real wellness is free. It has nothing to do with anything that one should pay for. And might I add, this last Thursday I worked with JETRO, the Japanese external trade organization for the government of Japan, to share more on koji, which is a Japanese fungus that is found when we use our own fermented foods with things like miso, shoyu, that's soy sauce, rice vinegar, mirin. When you cook with these foods, you get aspergillus orzate, which is actually a very healthy staple in the Japanese cuisine. Probiotics, nutrients, gut health, beauty, 
it helps with your diet. So when I got to work with these Japanese people the other day and I let go of any preconceived notions I had, we had a beautiful evening in celebrating Koji. And I felt so honored in my heart. It took them 20 years to see the work that I did and that the work that I do is valuable. 20 years. I have to let go because I thought people would see me right away after Top Chef. But I was only 22. How would anybody ever know who I was when I didn't even know myself? So when I sat in a sea of boxes and I sat in a sea of myself for the past 20 years, I had to do a deep thought, a session with myself and say, I'm not this girl anymore. I'm not the party queen. I'm not a line cook. I'm not on Top Chef. I'm not a tiny little TV host on Cook Yourself Thin. I'm not the girl who went through the breakup with the guy that had the horrible addictions. I'm not a victim of any of my circumstances. And I am strong and I can do anything on my own because I'm a child of immigrants. And I watch my parents just make magic happen because they are good people. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. You'll be amazed at how wonderful you feel when you move without furniture and you move without a moving truck and you move without things you don't need. So make sure that you leave the safe harbor and you focus on yourself, and you start loving yourself more, and you start putting less value on objects. Somebody might have a nice purse, or a fabulous car, or a great Rolex, but do they have a good heart? Do they have good character? Some man might take you out to dinner, and he might pay for everything every time, and he might make you, you know, real good. (laughs) But Does he have real good character? Does he want you? Is he generous? Is he... Well, I take that back. There have been some generous men that also... They wanted to be with me, but they didn't want to be, like, you know, long term. (laughs) Um, They just wanted to stay together forever as, like, lovers. And that's okay if it works for you in a certain time frame in your life. But just, like, letting go of all those things that were once important to me, when the time passes and I read all these love letters from two ex-boyfriends of mine, I said, wow, it is true. When you look back and you see how far time has healed, it's the greatest healer of all time. So if you're going through it right now, I'm talking to you. You're okay. It's going to be fine. After the rain comes this rainbow And the real friends that you have in real life, those real friends care about you. So don't forget to love on them hard. (laughs) I know that there are good things coming to all of us. I really hope that a couple new projects will come to fruition soon. I am really ready for it. I also really hope that you start paying attention and planting the seed and spreading the word with your own friends about Wabi Sabi the podcast 
and how real beauty and wellness comes from the indigenous cultures of people from their own ancestry. And that's what we talk about here. It's not in some magic anecdote or salve or cream. You're never going to solve all your problems just by one therapy session or by drinking a bunch of tequila, maybe a little bit at a time. But I will say, you can definitely do things to self-soothe in the meantime while you're letting go. But today's your sign to clean the closet, to clear the pantry, let go of the pots and pans you don't need anymore, get rid of those fancy shoes. If you need money, you can always go to a consignment shop and sell, but clear something out today, even if it's your own heart. Stop holding on to people who aren't serving you and start being the person that serves others. On Saturday, I'll leave you with this. My sister, her boyfriend, and my partner and I, we all drove down to Grossmont Center in San Diego. While she's home, I like to fly in and see them for a few days because she lives in London and so does her partner. And we went and we helped to get 300 cats and dogs adopted. While I was working at the cat booth, there were two and the rest were all canines. <laughs> it was super cute. Lots of puppies. Adorable. I watched a woman surrender a cat right before my eyes. She said it was her sister's. I don't know if that was true or not. But when she left the cat, it was a beautiful black and white boy. He was so upset and very spicy. I sort of went into shock a little bit to see the actual process of somebody letting go of an animal. But you see, with all those puppies and dogs that didn't have a home and this beautiful cat that got surrendered, my heart burst when I walked around the event, which was done by San Diego Shelter's Brava, Brava. I walked around and my heart burst and I realized that one of my greatest passions is being of service to animals that cannot help themselves. I love helping those people and those pets who cannot help themselves. That is my hobby. I'll never change. You know, it doesn't matter if you see me on the Today Show or if you see me, you know, modeling for Victoria's Secret in a bikini or if you see me cooking or judging an Iron Chef. Doesn't matter. Like, I'll never change who I am because I want you to find that thing that you're so devoutly passionate about. Even though this poor girl was letting go of a cat and leaving it, just abandoning it. Maybe that pet will go on to have a better life because somebody knew that the pet was not for her and they let him go. Sometimes you have to gracefully let go of these things and just move on. And I only say this because I've never seen that in my life and it was so terribly tragic. So if you are able, please, 
please go to your local shelter and adopt a pet. I had never seen anything like that before. But the hard labor of waking up every morning this week and like working at something early, whether it was hosting a Japanese event in LA for the government and then immediately going to San Diego and working with the shelter pets and then immediately tearing down a shed and clearing it out, donating all the items and letting go and making sure that, you know, this this time in New York is going to be different. To let go of my own expectations, to let go of the people that aren't serving me and to certainly let go of the ideas and belief systems that I've always carried with me, just like I did those 23 years with all of that baggage in the shed. I didn't even know I had those things in there. You sometimes forget that you're holding on to all these things and you're doing a really great job of learning to let them go. So if you're with somebody today, love them. If you're not with somebody today, love yourself because you're the only one you're ever going to have your entire life so you may as well learn to love yourself today let go of something in your closet or in your home and learn to donate and cleanse and be a good person overall because at the end of the day the sweeter the honey the sweeter the swarm of bees and the more good energy positive people and fabulous lovers, you're going to attract, trust me, juicy. <laughs> I'm not getting into that. Again, maybe we'll do a sensual Wabi Sabi podcast. Hey, I saw some juicy reviews from Christy Marie and LCNP on Apple. If you're on Spotify, all you have to do is hit the five-star button And if you're on Apple, all you have to do is write a five-star review. This podcast is free and paid for by myself. And it would be a great gift if you wrote a little line or a book review for Kintsugi Wellness. You guys have a fabulous and amazing week. I love you. Take good care of yourself and each other. And make sure you let go of something today that isn't serving you. Until next time, I will see you on the other side, back in New York. Good night and good morning or good afternoon. Have a great day.